Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly If your business paper needs Or Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper people Dundermiff Then the people versus paper Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, and I work with that asshole <laughs> and that other asshole and that new asshole, Sean Rowe. And I'm Edwin James, Vance Refrigeration. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I'll bid on a hug. One hundred dollars. Three hundred. <laughs> you just have them all. 400. He's waiting for you to start talking so he can interrupt you with them. 500. Well, every, <laughs> every <1, 000>. week. <laughs> there we go. $1,000. 1000 Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week our topic is Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. And then after that we'll talk, we'll go to the conference room. Uh, we'll uh, look at an office bracket in the spirit of March Madness for best office episode. And uh, we will finally put to rest <laughs> these <laughs> these questions that we're being sent because uh, about uh, deleted scenes being canon because Greg Daniels has made his opinion on the subject known. Uh, and then we'll finish up with some listener-provided trivia sent to us by M. Thank you, M. Uh, also, before we get started, just wanted to say uh, that our beer collaboration with Lady Justice is now ready for drinking in Aurora, Colorado. So go, uh, if you're in the area, go over to Lady Justice and buy some Rye and Started the Fire, which is a smoked uh, porter uh, with rye and uh, is, um sure, delicious. I'm very excited to try it. And uh, a, s- a certain amount of the proceeds is going to uh, go to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. So please uh, support that. That was a lot of fun making that uh, with Lady Justice. So, uh, But let's get into today's topic, guys, uh, mm. which is Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration, played by Bobby Ray Schaefer, a.k.a. Robert R. Schaefer. And <laughs> just before we started recording... Uh, I was uh, looking up Bobby, and uh, there is a, a notable project outside of the office that he's been a part of, which is Psycho Cop from 1989, <laughs> as well as Psycho Cop 2. Uh, highly recommend <laughs> going and watching the trailers uh, on YouTube. Uh, he's, a, he's a very talented actor, no doubt, and a very scary Psycho Cop. Um, but uh, but let's uh, let's get into Bob Vance, the man, the legend. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just want to start with Bob Vance's introduction to the show, which is uh, Phyllis bringing him into the office for the Christmas, the first Christmas party, and uh, introducing him. This is my boyfriend Bob, and he introduces himself, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration to. Uh, to Stanley and Kevin and Ryan. Uh, I feel like one of the first things we realized, like when we started doing this show, one of those, like uh, one of our first like 
new realizations was that Bob is doing this for the cameras. Oh yes, of course. He's a he's a he's a wheeler and a dealer. He's a successful businessman. He knows an opportunity to get the name out there. Uh, and he literally does it every single time he can, which is whenever he says his own name. <laughs> it might be both. I think, I mean, I can imagine him saying it uh, when he meets anyone, generally mm -hmm. speaking, but it is fun to think of it as an extra wrinkle uh, for the camera. But yeah, Bob enters in a very uh, innocuous, innocent sort of way as <laughs> Phyllis's boyfriend, and uh, he introduces himself and then invites everyone to Poor Richard's later in the episode. Great move. Uh, he becomes a great member of the ensemble. Uh, as his character grows throughout the show, <laughs> he, he marries Phyllis. Um, He's a, he's a really fun ingredient in The Office There's mix. such jewels around the fringes of the main cast of this show. Bob Vance being being a very prominent one uh, alongside folks like Nate. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> folks, I don't know who else, but maybe Nellie in some ways, although she doesn't quite count. But there's just some, some really nice characters. And Bob is such a steadfast presence throughout the show. Um, it's always nice to have a few people Michael's scared of around. Um, it just Scott it just gets a yeah like <laughs> you just need some people around who Michael isn't doesn't work with uh, who don't who don't care about Michael uh, and the way that Bob does that is always funny. <laughs> Within the office universe, it starts so small. It's just the office, and Michael is the boss, and then Jan is his boss, yes. and that like that is the the beginning the the of the office world, and then. As the show grows and continues and the, the office world grows and expands, it's fun to see someone, not just that Michael is scared of, but also who has like a similar uh, role or capacity as Michael right on the other side of the floor. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody who can uh, stand, not not just Michael is afraid of it, will stand up to Michael and will challenge him. Uh, and uh, yeah, Robert, Robert is a... Or Bob, I should Bob. say, <laughs> is, a, is a scene stealer a lot of times just with his presence. Uh, and the fact that he that Michael uh, he won't he won't uh, take anything that, from Michael. That first scene that we meet him actually the joke that Ryan, you know, gets in there. So what kind of what line of work are you in, Bob? That's such one of the most like uniquely constructed, old school jokes on the whole show. Like it's just yeah, it's such it really a, it is. Feel, you know what it feels like is like a Far Side panel cartoon of like Bob totally. would be standing there in like a Bob Vance sweater with a Bob Vance hat and a Bob Vance flag and some <laughs> guy going. So what line of work are you in? Like. Uh, that is, it's, that's exactly what it felt like. And it's doesn't really, there's no really other jokes like that. Even, even Stanley's like reaction. He does like the blinking and like, yeah, looks over. It's, it's it how is they very, and cut it too. It's, it's its own feeling of, of the joke. Feels like it's like an Abbott and Costello bit yeah. or so. I don't know. I, I had to watch a lot of Abbott and Costello. Well, Casello, but something that's like a standout bit. I think is one that you could see kind of happening in real life. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a very simple response to somebody repeating their name in their line of work, and then we also get like a perfect little flip of it in Traveling Salesman, where Michael introduces himself to all of Stanley's connections or colleagues mm -hmm. or people that he knows, and Ryan can't say anything besides for hi. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it's funny, you know, when the show can rhyme with itself. Uh, yeah, in that regard. But Bob also like in that early season, Bob is just kind of a friendly presence. Casino night, he's just by Phyllis's side. And Phyllis says, oh, I don't know, sweetie. It's just fun to play. Yeah. Uh, Chip leader. I mean, there's... And winner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's let's take this time to come clean here, guys. It's never been the winner. It is forever. It's always and been winner. Chip leader. And winner. Yeah. Which we've been saying the winner <laughs> forever, but it, it's winner. more fun. It just yeah. feels better to say the winner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just feels better. It's no, one of I those... Mean, 
things that quotes that over time, as we say it more and more, we just emphasize. Yeah. We hit it way harder over time. Chip yeah. leader and winner. What's... <laughs> what were you going well, to say, Sean? I, I think I uh, interrupted. I mean, Bob establishes himself uh, very early on as um, as a uh, very uh, a, a very powerful person, uh, a, a great leader. Perhaps he, um, when there's risk of in season three, when there's risk of uh, everybody losing their job because the Scranton branch is going to mm-hmm. close. Uh, Daryl reveals that Bob Vance is going to buy the warehouse and keep the entire warehouse staff. Uh, yeah, working. that's a big so, acquisition, by the way. Huge. That's a lot of salary, yeah. benefit, and space. That's that's a big move mm-hmm. by Bob, taking over the business park. And I think that I think that right. I mean, that's something very early on. I mean, even even just him telling everyone, "Let's go to poor Richards." After he just meets them at the Christmas party, you're just—he's has a very commanding presence. He's just big, just a big guy. He is big. He's a big, big friendly bear that wants to sell you a new system. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's one of the little details that uh, folds into the office and helps kind of round it out, make it feel a little more realistic. You've got other businesses there, and they'll survive in the space, even if uh, Dunner Mifflin is being threatened to be ushered out. yeah, and then I mean we see the other we we tease the five families within Dunder Mifflin, but Bob yeah. is the only one that we really get to see most of the mm-hmm. time. He's yeah. the more, by far, and, and you know it's by virtue of his relationship with Phyllis, um, but they seem to overlap the most. Vance Refrigeration, Dunder Mifflin. If I could pick definitely. any of the other five families to have been a minor character, it definitely would have been Bill Cress. <laughs> we're old super and mean. super old and really mean <laughs> crest tool and die i just wish he'd had a couple run-ins with dwight or something uh at some point that would have been fun it's it's difficult to talk about bob without talking about phyllis yeah um but i do yeah, feel can't. like he yeah, he mirrors her trajectory a little bit on the show which is when phyllis comes in she's so kind of meek and mild-mannered like think about in um at jim's party when she's singing at here I go get on my own. Like it's <laughs> like so quiet. And uh, Bob is introduced in such like a, he's just kind of a friendly guy who works across mm-hmm. the hall and is dating Phyllis. But then like the presence that he has as the show goes on in, yeah. in uh, the episode of his own wedding, Phyllis's mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. And then just the way that he can interact with Michael throughout the show. It's just, it, it totally, he just, he, he carries so much more weight as the show goes on. Well, certainly, certainly, Phyllis's wedding is a, is a great Bob episode. I mean, just getting Michael, uh, you know, we we get Michael, you know, saying, "Oh, when you know, you wouldn't know it to look at her now, but in high school, people used to call her Easy Rider." And that shot of Bob just like turning and looking, like his eyes are just like daggers, and it's a great acting You're moment. Done. From You're uh, done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and. And then he kind of still gives him a second, yeah, he's like, even, you know, lets him explain not, himself. And then he's just like, give me the microphone, Michael. He's always going to give you one last <laughs> chance. And uh, yeah, I hate you. Yeah, that's, how Michael, that's it. Yep. Yep. I mean, I mean, Bob Vance, he, he's a he's a good man, at least in the beginning. <laughs> Bob Vance is a guy. Yeah. I love that that line as he's just getting interrupted. Yep. <laughs> I, w- I wish we could know where the rest of Michael's wedding speech would have gone. Forget the <laughs> teapot too. letter. Forget yeah, give me the rest yeah. of Michael's speech. Give me the rest of Michael's speech at Phyllis's wedding. 
I'll kill you. I'll kill you. It's it's creepier and creepier the longer you listen to that one. I I maybe this is jumping to something that I wanted to talk about at the end, but just just because you played that drop. I'll kill you. Uh, has Bob killed before? <laughs> this is something that has come up at least in a deleted scene. Um, Phyllis uh, mentions that while they were on safari in Africa, oh, yeah. <laughs> they drove over what may have been a man, then rushed to the airport, bribed an official, and flew away. Not a man. Maybe I it think was a an, boy. With a soccer maybe uniform. maybe it was an ostrich <laughs> in a soccer uniform. <laughs> uh, we also get. Um, Phyllis has also explained before too that one of one of her favorite pastimes is to go to a bar, oh yeah, uh, wear something low cut, flirt with men, and then uh, and then Bob beats him up. <laughs> That's so. Their relationship gets all these weird flavors and angles as the as the course of the show goes on. Just the different ways that. I think one of the funny things about Bob is that he's described more often than he appears on screen. So Don't much of Bob make appears. Don't get Bob involved. So much of Bob yeah, appears in right, Phyllis talking right. about. It does a lot Bob. for his legend. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot you need to learn about this town, sweetie. What's, what's Bob gonna do? Right. <laughs> yeah. And like that's it's funny because like there's that threat of maybe it's not a threat, but you know that it's possible that. A guy who is physically bigger than Michael, who is not afraid of Michael, yeah. uh, can enter the scene and kind of stop whatever Michael is trying to yeah. do. Uh, it's it's a funny sort of proposition. And yeah, so much of him is just characterized by what Phyllis yeah. says. I mean, there's so much about Bob that Michael probably wishes he was, right? Just like mm-hmm. a true self-starter, self-made businessman, your own company, yeah. employees that respect you and like you. He's got power. He's got. A, he has a wife. He makes good money. Um, the community likes him, and but so Michael's just to- so threatened by every part of Bob. Yeah, you've got yeah. a lot to learn about this yeah. town, sweetie. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, I, I, tell me if you agree with this or not. But I was in rewatching Bob Vance clips. I was like, he's almost got like a like a uh, oh who um not, not <laughs> shoot not Bruce Wayne. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, no. Bruce Almighty. Uh, who's the cowboy guy? Who's the cowboy? Sam Elliott, John Wayne, John Wayne. Oh. Thank you. He's almost got a bit of like a John Wayne kind of an accent to Where's him. he from? Uh-huh. Where's this actor from? Uh, 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 Robert Schaefer is West from, Virginia, uh, Char- Charleston, oh. West Virginia. I kind of wondered what his accent. I know, was. and I know, Sean, you only mentioned uh, the psycho cop up at the top, but he has a ton of accents. Yes, credits. he does. It was a yeah. long IMDb. Uh, uh, yes, going back to the going back to the mid eighties. And and I will say too that um, that 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 Bobby Schaefer is um, kind of almost like uh, almost like Andy Buckman who plays uh, David Wallace is a proud um uh, is really proud of the fact that he was on the office. What say we do? <laughs> uh and and is involved in a lot of like office conventions and d- has done a lot of interviews and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, it's fun to see some of the cast like lean into that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um because I think it's a community that will just embrace them wholeheartedly. So um I uh, and it's different from somebody like received and I think Lindsay Broad like they, uh, <laughs> people talk about her trying to break up Jim and Pam, you know. For yeah, example. no, <laughs> I don't think that's either. 
Yeah. It's like Brian the sound guy having him there. Mm-hmm. I think too that like just I think. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of the actor, I think Bob Vance has played very well. Yes, he can see, steal scenes, but he's mo- he's just kind of there in the background a lot of the times. In Niagara, he's sitting with Phyllis. And like he's part of the procession or can be part of the procession. He can just be part of the ensemble and part of the background without having to have lines. He can just be a funny within the ensemble. Uh, he's perfectly cast. Perfectly cast. And uh, he's not afraid to bid on a hug. <laughs> One of the nicer moments uh, in, in the show between Bob and Phyllis and then also Dwight and David Wallace. Um, let's see. Uh, other awesome. other great Bob moments or, or thoughts on Bob? I mean, it's like we've we've already kind of talked about Bob and Phyllis. We've talked about, I mean, Bob Bob and Phyllis's sexual uh, energy. I don't know if we've really (laughs) (laughs) just, you know, (laughs) let's talk about it because that's a big part of uh... no mushroom. Mm. Oh yeah. (laughs) I got this drop. Want some meat? Oh, sure. A little piece. Oh, sure. A little piece. Uh, (laughs) I'm rewatching that clip. Phyllis coming back, just like the two hands. Just chucking the water. The same, the same way she drinks when she's thinking about the first time she saw Bob naked at the ah, watch party. She does the exact same. Probably scene. also when she's listening to, uh, oh yeah, to, Fifty Shades, uh, of, Grey 50 Shades of Grey on audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, bowling. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> I mean, they, they, yeah, they get after it. I think. I mean, I mean, yeah, part we... of that, part of that, having Bob fight guys at bars on behalf of Phyllis. I mean, that's got to be, that's foreplay. That's foreplay for sure. It is. And then 100%. they go home and just do crazy stuff to each other. It's well, obvious. And, and, and Phyllis, uh, you know, telling Aaron about the first time that they were ever together, that they yeah. they just stripped naked and just stared at each other's bodies mm-hmm. all night. It's amazing. Or that she was waiting for him in his office. Amazing. Like the stories yeah. that contradict you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I think... One of the funnier Phyllis Bob moments in this vein is in Roy's wedding when they're just the sight gag with yeah. like Roy plays the Billy Joel song and it goes to Jim and Pam. And then at the same table are just Phyllis and, and Bob making out. <laughs> yeah, like, that's right. And I like the idea that they were invited to that wedding. Like Roy and Bob probably got along yeah. or they, you know, they, yeah. they were going to work. He was going to work for him at one point. And then um, I, I'm sure when Roy started his gravel business, he probably called Bob and asked some questions. And sure. Yeah, I bet he was something of a mentor. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you got to keep that. You gotta keep that I mean, gravel refrigerated. Why else would <laughs> Yeah, why else would he be at the wedding? Yeah. No, Cold I mean I gravel. How I else think... would you explain the gra- the, the incredible gravel setup at the at the Vance Lappin <laughs> <Yeah>. household <laughs> compound? Yeah. Sorry, uh, Sean. No, no, I, I I'm I'm sure that there are a lot more um uh happy hours at poor Richards that the upstairs Scranton office is not invited yes. to. Yeah, uh, it's it's just Popsicles. the Bob Vance guys and the uh, and the warehouse guys. Mm-hmm. Leo, um, Gino, Bob, <laughs> also Roy, Roy, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I didn't want to uh, miss this too. I had a note too that at their wedding, uh, the officiant announces that like Bob Vance Vance refrigeration. Yeah, <laughs> Do oh you yeah, take oh, this take Vance, Vance <laughs> It is it is his. Um, on Wikipedia, it's not just Bob Vance. It's Bob Vance Vance Refrigeration. Good. Naturally. <laughs> Good. Of course. It's the full name it's gotta of be. the character. Yeah. Uh, I love the the dynamic that they let Michael be a part of it to get 
six weeks, I think, yes. of, of time off for the honeymoon. So no and one's ever gotten that much time. They give Michael a lot of runway to ruin things before Bob says you're done, including just announcing them early. Yeah, oh, that is so bad. Ladies and gentlemen, he comes so hot out of the gate. <laughs> and do you, Bob? <laughs> the sound he makes, he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like the music comes in right yeah. away to, go to impulsivity yeah. and to overpower him. To yeah. <laughs> Once again, you love bringing up that one time. <laughs> I uh, there's something I, I don't know. There's it's despite all the weird stuff that they do, and Phil is getting Bob to fight people and all their sexual games. <laughs> there's something very wholesome <laughs> something very wholesome about, there's something very wholesome about it's them beautiful. like they're both <laughs> their love is beautiful so, yeah they both have a very healthy <laughs> self-esteem their relationship seems very balanced and fair mm-hmm. and um it seems like they have true love for each other i mean it's one of the few relationships we see on the show that's just stable successful the entire time like we <laughs> don't see that with any other characters except bob and phyllis Mm-hmm. It is. It is the most stable relationship in the show. It is. They're, you know, they go bowling. They go out to eat. You know, they spice <laughs> it up everywhere they go. He's, you know, he's a Unitarian. She's a Lutheran. That'll keep things yeah, spicy. Keeps things spicy. Yeah. We have a gym at home. It's called the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I go to a gym? <laughs> uh, I could wrestle stew once a month. <laughs> go to the gym five days a week. Wrestle Phyllis. Wrestle stew once a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and he he again. No matter what Michael does, he'll always come back to the. He'll always come back and give him one. You know, another chance. Um, it's a lot to be said for my for for Bob. I mean, we don't really. Um, you know, there's nothing controversial. I mean, the fact that he would spend that much money on a hug from his wife is so is very touching it's very sweet mm-hmm. he drops a thousand dollars you know that's and and it's big not to it's not just for his wife but then it's like you know going to the rest of the dunder mifflin office to you know so yeah. that oscar can buy a new laptop and whatnot it's like what well, once again he's a he's a man for his community mm-hmm. um he you wonder if andy ever got the hug that he needed <laughs> Yeah, no, he, yeah, I he, guess not. He got bit under the table. <laughs> uh, and of course, he also he resists temptation. He's a straight shooter. We see this with Elizabeth the stripper in season nine. No, no, all you. He's like absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. <laughs> He's just that's right. It's not happening. Uh, and Michael uh, slides into that seat, and boy, what an uncomfortable scene that entire thing is. Uh, another great Bob and, and Phyllis moment is uh, them both dressed as Santa for Christmas in yes. season six. <laughs> I was going to say, what what is the plan? Yeah. He, Where, like, don't make me call Bob. And then, she, and then Jim says, you know, what will Bob do? And Bob comes and dressed as Santa. Where's Scott? <laughs> and, and uh, like, everything is resolved by then. But what was his plan? I mean, he beats people up. <laughs> yeah and then uh, they does. start making out and michael people. says get a room santas <laughs> that's yeah. what i think the santa costumes were just again more foreplay for something they were going to do later some kind exactly. of santa and santa thing fantasy i don't know give each other gifts it's not just phyllis's childhood dream come true it's also a sexual fantasy yeah for i sure. 
I always loved the in initiation when they're in the pretzel line together. Oh, it's the and, best. Uh, oh yeah, Stanley and uh, <laughs> what Stanley. a pair of Marys. Yeah. <laughs> what a pair of Marys. <laughs> Preceded by Mike. maybe the best, maybe the best Bob Vance moment. This one. Well, settle down, Scott. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's pretzel day. But he's back. Michael is backed up by Stanley. It's like, it's such a good exchange. High five. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We'll settle down, Scott. We'll settle down, Scott. We'll settle down, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like a Matthew McConaughey (laughs) impression or something. It's such a funny, what a pair of Marys is such a funny, like, insult or thing to say to a couple (laughs) To describe Michael and Stanley. Yeah. What a pair of Marys. (laughs) And winner. (laughs) <laughs> 500 uh, uh, let's see do me a uh, favor don't send me those notes <laughs> I'm gone I figured I'd put David the David Wallace drops alongside Bob Vance they seem like a compatible very fitting very fitting compatible board there I'm just uh, on the on the bottom of the Bob Vance Dunderpedia page here a uh, little fun fact. He Writer does, Mike he does sure. love being on the bottom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> talking what about the fact you found? I'm talking about tops and bottoms. Go ahead. I'm talking about sex, Sean. Foliage. Writer Foliage. Mike sure created Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration's introduction based on a friend of his who for many years introduced himself as Hayes MacArthur, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> I like that. That's great. Hayes MacArthur. That is that's that's an great. incredible set of words. <laughs> Fellas, I mean, I, I don't know. We might have we might have already covered every Bob Vance moment there is, unless you can think of any more. I mean, more. that's the thing about Bob is he's just kind of a he's a presence in the show more than he is a a character with uh, with a ton of lines or a ton of dialogue. Bob never really gets a talking head. He's described mm-hmm. so much through Phyllis. We see mm-hmm. him with Phyllis in the background. He shows uh, up at on like Halloween's. He'll just be in a costume in the back, dirty hair, yeah, and uh, yeah. season seven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I mean, they do the. We have the double date. We have talked about this moment a little mm-hmm. bit, but like they have the double date with Jim and Pam, and it's going so well until Phyllis and Bob leave to go hook up in the bathroom. Um, and yeah, we just don't get a ton of him on screen outside of in that. Th- that sort of capacity mm-hmm. as Phyllis's partner. Um, even though he is a character that has his own business, a lot of uh, well-respected, well-regarded within mm-hmm. the office park, within that, uh, that within the greater Scranton area, I'd say, yeah. I mean, I, I, Sean, you sent us a video. That's pretty much a local ad. You would see if you're watching like a, a, an Eagles game on a Sunday, you might get a local commercial. It's like, that looks exactly like what would come up. Yeah, I, I I almost forgot about that. That's right. Peacock did make a Vance Refrigeration commercial that they have, mm-hmm. I guess, play at random when you're watching other things. But you can go and look that up, just like the Princess Unicorn. I love how uh, straight they played commercial. it, too. Like, they didn't try and make it <laughs> are, oh. a joke. It's, like, just straight well, cause, textbook. Because you know they just, they're, they're just sprinkling it in yeah. to their ads, which is uh, very cool. Like it had to have been pretty easy to produce as well. There isn't oh, like, yeah. I mean, how many locations do you need? How many actors do you need? There's yeah. two, I think. Pictured There's in the two whole actors thing. in yeah. one location. I was a little bummed so... one of them wasn't Leo or Gino. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. Or uh, Bob Vance himself. Yeah, or, yeah, get him. 
but you know yeah. then we're talking big contracts and no time for that <laughs> he's yeah he's he's yeah it's just like he, when when he's not involved in the scene he's on the sidelines you know supporting phyllis or just being there um presenting a, a bar of just complete stability and normalcy uh to measure against michael's complete instability and chaos there's a lot about bob vance that you know i want to be when i when i grow up you know he's a he's a, he's a, a very respectable fighter. man yeah just a brawler <laughs> at the bar that khaki jacket his wife <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think he's smoking a cigar in that, and when in that montage, of and, the he's five just, families. and he's got the best smile, yeah, too. Yeah, great, it's dude. like it's just like, man, yes, kind of guy, go to that guy's barbecue, kind of guy who would be like, you know what, Will Smith, what he did was right, was right on in my book. <laughs> we said we weren't going to talk we about it, we specifically said yeah, we weren't going to talk, gonna talk about that. I decided that. to sneak in a reference, <laughs> all right, that's all. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts on Bob Vance, guys? Bob Vance is a guy. <laughs> End of speech. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll meet in the conference room. Okay, everybody, listen up. If you are not in that conference room in two minutes, I am going to kill you. <laughs> All right. For uh conference room this week, uh, we're going to actually run over to our twitter where uh sam uh at 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 samantha alec samantha lex excuse me uh sent us this the best office episode bracket that had been going around from the twitter account at office memes which is a big office meme account uh but here's here's a little twist because we've sort of done this before but they were doing a a march madness style bracket to determined determine the best episode of the office uh asterisk other than stress relief or dinner party. Hmm. So that in itself is funny. They just sort of took those t- as the top two assumptions. Those um, must win a lot. They must win these things a lot. They're so, number one seeds for sure. They're definitely number one seeds. Those they, they took out they took out Duke and whatever other school you want to use mm-hmm. for that in Kansas. Uh so let's let let's take a look at this thing. Um Edwin, have you looked at this at all? Uh we've got it pulled up right now. You have it pulled up right now. Okay, so uh, a lot of these episodes, um, I mean, I'm seeing some, there's, these names are, are very common that you would see, uh, in this style of a before, bracket. before we go any further, yeah. sorry, where the, the, this bracket is complete and you can find it, I think on our Twitter, um, or in other places circulating or maybe we'll put it on Instagram as well. So you can reference when this episode drops, um, were they voted or they selected? I believe they were voted, um, over time through that account. Um, people okay. just doing the poll okay um is what happened and so between i mean okay so like you know between the injury and dundies these some of these matchups niagara part two let's talk about this because niagara part two beat out beach games then the dundies and then casino hmm. night to get to the finals i mean niagara <sighs> part two it's it's a funny to do a half of a double episode but that got to the finals and then up from the other side of the bracket Goodbye, Michael. Beat out the finale, fun run, and then Threat Level Midnight, which advanced further than I thought it would. Because Threat Level Midnight feels like a different show. Because it's it's like this reward for watching the episode this whole time that gave you Threat Level Midnight. It doesn't feel like 
should be in the running. It's so different from other episodes. Yeah. I wonder where um, the original picks came from because there's some on here that that I would have put in the running. I understand they cut stress relief and dinner party, but I would have had the injury on there. The I don't see my that. favorite episode. The injury but... lost to the Dundies in the first round. First round. Oh, I see it now. Top Thank left. You. Uh, Thank you. But uh, yeah, it's it's not many episodes yeah. to start with. Goodbye, yeah, Toby think, beat yeah. Scott's Tots. Casino Night beat Office Olympics. Nobody's going to vote for Scott's Tots. Come on. Nah. Phyllis's wedding was some in Some people the, would. Phyllis's wedding was I in mean, the yeah, first I mean, yeah, some people too. would, but yeah. it's, it's yeah. not going to win. I would, of course, uh, have money in here. Goodbye, Michael. Winner, best episode. That I mean, one. I'm so- Goodbye, I'm Michael. I'm sorry. I don't know. Eh. I don't know. I don't know who these people are. I don't know who these people are who picked Niagara Part 2 over the Dundies. <laughs> so, okay. So, let's get to this. If we were to do this, if I would looking at this fun now, run over Goodbye, Michael. Now, uh, sorry. I'm I would, too. <laughs> I would, too. No, I would, too. I would, too. I don't know if I would have. Goodbye, Michael. It also feels like a special episode. It's like its own. I know it's not. I know it's in the. I know it's in right middle if of season the, okay, seven. Okay, so but... if you're if you're leading us to a point where we're going to select a bracket and and try to fill it out, the first thing that I would mention is that uh, re- before we depart from this bracket, yeah, assuming that's where we're going, the winners seem to be the grounded winners. a lot more in like yeah yeah of uh in in like a lot of sentiment a lot of nostalgia yes a lot of like corn um, cheesy <laughs> you know yeah Sorry. some some say tomato some say uh, you know tomato i guess yeah yeah it um, smells like popcorn but that's what i mean that's what the people that's what the people voted i guess i guess yeah. so that's that's the common thread that i'm seeing in these final four in uh in, yes. in the winners and I, I that that's ultimately yeah where where I kind of wanted to to end with it is like that seems to be what as time goes on, people will care about that stuff more and more and more right the stuff that's mm-hmm. like the really big moments in not just the show in the world and the show but the story of the show itself and Goodbye Michael right. is such a landmark episode for that, which is funny that Niagara went to it because that's like Jim and Pam get married that's a massive development in yeah. the show you know. Um, mm-hmm. Threat level midnight is a payoff. No, I just kidding on that one. <laughs> Casino night. You guys and you guys it's prefer like... like quiet episodes where nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> That'd be great. An episode like fun run, fun runs never gonna have a chance. Right. Um, I kind of thought beach games would go further here. Nothing happens except for somebody's dreams are crushed. That would be. <laughs> that's my episode. Yeah. <laughs> All parking lot, no flower. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. I think uh, the biggest sort of difference that, or like, if, I think what you would really get, what you could do, if the only episodes that you really want to remove are stress relief and dinner party, make this a real tournament of sixty-four. The office has at least sixty-four episodes. Yeah. It'd be really easy, easy to yeah. do an actual sixty-four episode bracket challenge. Um, you got you could all of season some, nine uh, to pit against the top seats. <laughs> you could even do a couple play-ins for the last four, or you Ooh. know, the first four at the beginning of the tournament. Yeah. You could do that. You could you could do uh, a lot of fun with this. You could even give like uh, all the plan. You, Man, what would the plan? I was, yeah, go ahead. The plan. What if you did like a webisode? Whoa. Or like or a blooper reel or something. Even like mm. is, is something that could really shake it up. Mm. Yeah, I was what thinking you do like, look like you do you do one matchup for the plan, and it would be um, the banker versus the farm. 
because those felt like different. <laughs> those also <laughs> felt like not the office yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. or something around that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think you just got to open up the field. Yeah, is, I agree. Uh, there's not enough. Yeah. Not, not enough. enough. There's there's. There's a there's more office fans that have that have more opinions on this. I would say. I mean, the mm-hmm. first few days of March Madness can be the most fun. Absolutely, this is a Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. If there, what would be the biggest upset? <laughs> what would be an upset you think that could be uh, pulled off in fan voting? One mm. that could be pulled off. Yeah. What What would be the What would be the biggest know. upset if we did a full sixty four episode bracket? That's this is a terrible question to just spring on you uh, out of nowhere, but <laughs> I don't know. It's not an underrated episode is what I'm asking. I, I mean, guess. looking at this bracket, I guess it's going to be the corny stuff is going to win. So <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, notably, there is nothing. Yeah, the, from... the, the upset. The upset is corn over despair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing in this entire bracket from the Michael Scott paper company arc, mm. uh, which to me just cannot stand. Um. But my yeah. my upset, I think I think a season eight episode could like beat a season three. I think if you pick the best of season eight, I think that could actually make a Cinderella run. Hmm. The hard part about Michael Scott Paper Company arc is that it feels so feels like one thing, mm-hmm. and it's hard to to parse out individual episodes within that. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I think uh, certain episodes could make uh, could make deep runs and, and upset some favorites. I think Company Picnic, for example. Oh yeah, that's one that could make a good run. You're right. Uh, mm-hmm. Cinderella, sort of uh, yeah. mid seed, mid tier seed. Yeah, making a making a run. Maybe it's a twelve that upsets a five, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, before we end our conference room segment, I want to yeah. uh, finish with this. Mark wrote to us as well as a few other people. In a recent episode of Office Ladies, Jenna and Angela recalled speaking with Greg Daniels about deleted scenes and asking if they were canon. Greg replied, anything we filmed should be considered canon. I don't agree with this. This is Mark saying this. I don't agree with this as some change. Some of these scenes change the entire show. Thoughts, reactions. I mean, who am I to question the great Greg Daniels, right? Yeah, right, Mark. I mean, I, uh, so just, you know, to catch anyone up, We've always said on this show that we don't believe the deleted scenes are canon. We've actually had this discussion multiple times now. Uh, but I, when I heard Greg Daniels said, no, no, anything that we filmed should be considered canon, I guess that kind of changed my opinion. How do you guys feel about it? Uh, for me personally, this is not like a thing that really changes my opinion. It's just been a gradual thing. I think when we first made that statement, uh, it was definitely pre-Peacock. Mm-hmm. And before the office moving over, yes. And now I think with the super fan episodes and so much of that stuff not just being uh, made available, but also recut into episodes, it makes the line so blurry. And I'm at the at the point I'm just yeah sure I think it can all be considered <laughs> canon. Like it's how where, where, where would you draw the line? It just um, right. it seems that you maybe personally don't love or the way it changes characters yeah. perceptions. I mean, there's an element of like what actually aired versus the deleted scene might cha- like might contradict one another right. but for the most part i think it's all fine they're going to recut it all together i would rather i would rather uh see new versions of new cuts of the office than draw an arbitrary line about or not an arbitrary but draw a hard line between yeah. what aired in 2008 and and the deleted scenes 
Yeah, I yeah. I think that's it. It's like it's not going to change how I discuss the office. Uh, whatever you want to believe, go ahead. It doesn't really matter. It's sort of <laughs> yeah, just I, like great. Take it as canon. I that's fine. I don't necessarily like for me. It's a different show. The super fan cuts. That's not what they originally aired. Part of part of the difficulty of making something or writing something is that you have to do it in certain limits when there are like writing for a 21 minute primetime TV slot. You know what they included. They had to include. That's mm-hmm. kind of how you make good art sometimes is not just like whatever you want to do. It's like you have to choose. What are you putting in 21, 22 minutes? So yeah, for me, that's the canon. But again, when I say canon of what of <laughs> office debates of our podcast, that doesn't matter. You I mean, mean the things of the office that you would choose to put into a cannon and launch into space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want to canonize this part of the Like office. the Voyager spacecraft. <laughs> like what are we sending to reach other life yeah. forms? What the office record. do we yeah. what office do we send the aliens? I mean, my thing is it's just like imagine like your grandma loved the ep- the office when I it was loved on TV. It. I loved it. I watched every episode of that show from season one to season nine. Did your grandma just grow up in England? She moved to England when she was 12. But then, but, but like, you know, it's like for that person, right, who saw it on TV, who, who like religiously watched it, who, you know, bought the DVDs or whatever, it's like, the office is one thing to them, and now all of a sudden it's you know it's all this extra stuff too. It's like oh you don't know the office because you don't know all these deleted scenes. It's like no 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 they know the office. That is that is the office. Like all this extra shit is just for us crazy super fans. So it's like we'll always talk about that stuff. We'll always bring up the deleted scenes. We'll always I'll always ask Edwin if he believe <laughs> if he considers <laughs> this scene to be canon or that mm-hmm. scene to be canon because I think another thing too is like. Our Facebook uh, um, uh, fan group uh, uh, recently told us that hey, they had out. a yeah shout out to our Facebook Big the MSPC you can join it, yeah. Facebook fan group you can join that on uh, on Facebook but uh, they they they've been doing polls and stuff like that and they all agreed that they were just like you know what some of it is canon right there's this deleted scene where Aaron destroys Pam's painting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, right? And then in the finale of the show, Pam takes the painting home and it's fine. So was that canon? Obviously, it should not be considered so, right? It got forgotten and completely wouldn't make any sense. So I think I think, uh, I think, think even Greg Daniels is probably forgetting some of those moments. <laughs> so it, I... I think I think too that that Greg Daniels is is also you know protecting his writers and all the work that they did you know for him to be like oh yeah yeah we had to cut that stuff it was garbage you know <laughs> I don't think that's a very cool thing for him to say either so um, there you go anyways that's our opinion on it I would love to say that we're done talking about that but we'll we'll talk about it again someday we'll try not though we probably <laughs> won't if you said the next that time question, we do a we super fan episode we're gonna talk about, about yeah, sorry <laughs> sorry i really appreciated that well number one i you know greg daniels is about as good of an authority on the office as anyone and number two i appreciated that in your your response sean i got to feel like both a grandma and a cool hip young super fan <laughs> 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 oh gosh we are gonna be that age one day just talking mm-hmm. about 
the office. They're gonna be d- like, don't you know? They released all the behind the scenes. Which is like, that's what every joke they ever mentioned in the dude, writers' room. <laughs> no, like just kidding. my grandparents talking about like Matlock and stuff. Like that's gonna be that's us with the office one <laughs> too. No, Perry Mason. That was my grandpa's show. Mm. Perry Mason. All right. Well, uh, well, there you have it. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap this up with a little bit of trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. This week's trivia is sent to us by M. Hey, Alex, Edwin, and Sean. I have a few other trivias I'm working on, but I wanted to get this one to you guys in case it's one you want to use on an episode sooner. Uh, Sorry if there's any repeats. Uh, All right, here we go. Let's do it. Question one. What size bowling shoe does Ryan say that Pam wears as he's stealing shoes? Men's nine. Men's seven. Ten. Men's ten. Uh, Yeah, he's like, what size are you? Men's ten. What name is on the plaque in the office that Ryan is using during launch party? Right? When When he's in an office that isn't his own. We can see a nameplate on oh. the desk. It's Thomas something. Yeah. Does the last was... name start with a K? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty impressive that Thomas you got Thomas. Keller. Thomas <laughs> Dean. Noted, noted chef. Noted chef. Thomas, Thomas Keller. Keller. <laughs> yeah. Thomas Dean. Okay. Thomas Dean. Of Dean Sausage. Nice. That's right. <laughs> what kinds of cheese oh. does Andy put on the platter oh, in the meeting? I think we've actually do had we want this one what before. Andy Alex, says your or, question to answer. Yeah, do we want what Andy says or what they are. I mean, give us a duo. Decide, I, I can't what? do it all. I can't do it all. But I know he does a. Uh, uh, well, there's a blue cheese. Yes. Uh, there's a Parmesan. Mm-hmm. From the great state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an aged cheddar, yes. which I believe is basically like a cheddar cheese whip. Which is reacted with rind. the air. Just reacted yeah. to form a light rind, which I think you'll find uh, both <laughs> quite challenging. <laughs> quite challenging. <laughs> and delicious. Uh, there's goldfish. Yes, you got it. Uh, those are those are I, all four. If I may, <laughs> uh, I may be so bold. I may be so bold. It's fun to let the goldfish go for a swim in the blue cheese. Bon appetit. <laughs> that was it. That's perfect. Uh, in the Superfan episode, season three, I went south of the border, salesman. and then I went south of that border. <laughs> <laughs> what items does Dwight give away and to who after he quits? This is the Superfan episode. This is a deleted scene from Traveling Salesman. You know this one? I don't know if I know this I one. I don't know this one. I don't know I'll, the deleted scene. I'm gonna then I'm just gonna read them off uh, yeah, yeah. F- so that everyone can can brush up on their trivia. So it's uh, Ryan gets a farmer's almanac. Okay. Phyllis gets a rubber band ball because she's been eyeing it. Kinky. Stanley gets a staple remover. He made it better than Stanley's basic remover, obviously. Uh, Pam gets a pencil sharpener. Uh, he, he replaced the motor on it. Angela gets his chair, which has better lumbar support. Not much and Michael lumbar gets, support. <laughs> Michael gets everything off of his desk except for two bobbleheads. Uh, what I remember. Does... Actually, I kind of remember this. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, what does Moe's give Ryan as an apology in the initiation? Something eggs. he whittled. Yeah. Yes, that's one of them. A basket of eggs. Fat, fat back bacon. Yeah, yeah, but and <laughs> I like too that uh, M a put a question game. mark next to fat back bacon. I, I guess I don't really exactly know what that is either. It's what um, Moe's gave to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he gave. By the way, you've I seen that like I don't the, know what fat back is. Seen that yeah. the something he whittled is like a replica of like one of the most famous archaeological finds ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty funny. That's, what does Angela call her crispy treat? Uh, her rice crispy treats in Benihana Christmas? Uh oh, S- something snowballs. No, uh, sugar plum fairy wants. Yeah, you nice. know. How, how do you know that? <laughs> They're the little stars on the <laughs> Dude, end. Dude, you've the known thing. Edwin for years. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know, about? but I don't understand. I don't, I don't remember what that is referencing. <laughs> I don't remember her saying that, or if you see it. This is, how, this is how the magic is made, folks. <laughs> this is the spectrum. <laughs> All right, you guys. This is a, this is another super fan question. Yeah, boy. Episode two, Christmas party. What gifts did the Dunder? Uh, what gifts did the Dunder Mifflin employees get one another? Well, Creed got Jim this little number. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh, Shamrock keychain. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, um, Oscar gets Creed a shamrock keychain. Yeah, the, the uh, nameplate for Kelly. Yeah, Toby gets the poster for Angela. Toby gets the jazz baby poster for Angela. Mm-hmm. The shower uh, speaker or the shower, the shower radio. radio. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Is who gets that? Oscar. Uh, Kelly gives that. Kelly to gives Oscar. it to Oscar. That's right. Shower radio, neat. Yeah. Kevin gives himself <laughs> a foot bath. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike gives Michael give. paintball Michael gets lessons. the Michael gets the mittens from. Well, no, that's later. Yeah, Michael gets mittens from Phyllis. Yeah. Uh, which he later. Paintball it's lessons. funny that he later gets. Well, he not mittens, but oven mitts. But she mm-hmm. later mit, knits him things when he leaves. Mm-hmm. Look at that three. <laughs> <laughs> the teapot. Uh, what, teapot, of course. Uh, uh, what does Ryan get? <clears throat> Ryan gets an uh, iPod from Michael. IPod. Yeah. Uh. Uh, what does Meredith get? This this could be a deleted oh. scene. Does she get a set? I, I thought does she get like a set of glasses or like a? No, no, it's not with, this, to do with drinking. I don't I don't remember this, so I think that this is what is deleted. Uh, Pam gives Meredith a drawing she did of the office. I'm singling you out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I think that is oh, everything. Uh, oh, uh, do, do you remember what Toby receives? Not the this poster? Could also be a, this could also be the deleted. Well, what'd you say? The poster? Or he gives Toby the poster. Toby gives a poster. Oh. Uh, but he receives a book some... of short stories from oh. Ryan. Uh, in Cafe Disco, Sean's favorite... What does Michael tell Aaron is the number one rule? Stay dehydrated. <laughs> Keep yourself dehydrated, yes. Uh, just rule uh, number one. Let's see. Uh, uh, four, more question, guys. four more questions, guys. In honor of Alex, money. When we first see Michael <laughs> in the telemarketing office, he is on the phone attempting to make a sale. What is the potential customer's name? 
Mr. Sandoval. Hus- Mr. Hudson, no. Mr. O'Brien. Mr. O'Brien. In, in honor of Edwin, the Dundies. Ooh. Okay. What do Pam and Oscar describe the Dundies as? Well, Pam says it's a car crash that you want to look away, but you can't because your boss is making you look at it. And Oscar <laughs> describes it as a kid's birthday party where the kid is really having a lot of fun, but you just kind of have to be there. And Michael is the kid. <laughs> that is exactly right. That is exactly right. Uh, well done. And, and then uh, question. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, not going to look at the answer here. In honor of Sean murder, what two art forms does Michael say are his favorites? Sean, this is your question to answer. Assuming you, yeah, I'm try. I didn't look. Um, I want to say he says sculpting. I think is one stand of stand up them. comedy. Right? I love it. Yeah, stand up comedy and sculpting. I love how it we got it. Yeah, that's I correct. I love it. <laughs> Finally, in paper airplane, what does Creed throw during the contest? <laughs> Cantaloupe. Nice. (laughs) Melon, yes. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. M, great trivia. Thank you so much. A lot more for a lot less. For sending that in. Uh, If you have trivia that you'd like to share with us, email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Put trivia in the subject line and and we'll play it on the show. Um, uh, Or give us a call, uh, 503-694-9314. Leave us a message. We love to... Do we're probably you know a few months away from another voicemail episode, uh, but um, we still like to pepper them in once in a while. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. We're on. We have a store, mspcstore.com, and we're on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/michaelscott. Join us, become a Scott's tot. Become a Scott's tot. It's five bucks a month. You get a bunch of. Uh, ad-free main feed episodes you get uh, a bonus mailbag episode every month where we exclusively answer patreon questions uh you get uh you just get to be a, a part of the conversation we do we vote on some of the you know future episodes what we should talk about um it's a lot of fun and together we make a, a donation to the third good marshall college fund uh, uh so special thanks to our our, our patrons, our Scott's Tots, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all our artwork. Our theme music is recorded by Edwin and Alex, and this episode was recorded over video chat. So before I say thank you and goodbye, we have a quick uh, announcement and uh, and ask. So next week, we're going to be taking a, a break. Uh, no new episode next week. Uh, but the week after that, I'm happy to announce that we will be doing our episode about the documentary format. So talking about the ways the documentary crew and producers mm-hmm. and, uh, and and all of that interacts with uh, the Dunder Mifflin staff. So it's going to be a little more prep intensive for us. But one thing that we want to do in addition to that, well, number one, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about it for a very yeah. long time. I've been excited to do here. this one for a long Pippity time. Poppy, Oops, sorry. Up. Sorry. Wow. Oh, God. Oh, now no one's listening. What's you say, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but with that what moments we want to hear from you what moments 
that where the documentary crew is visible or interacts with the show uh, stand out to you or stick out to you or, or memorable for you? Uh, it'll kind of help mm-hmm. us guide the show, structure the show, make sure that we catch what all, everything that we might miss. Um, we just want to be very interactive mm-hmm. uh, with that part of it and, and like to hear your thoughts uh, about how that aspect of the TV show comes to life. So if you've got anything, you know, uh, I think email is probably the best way uh, mm-hmm. for us to, to gather everything. So uh, drop us a line on the email and uh, we will uh, look to include as much of that as we can. And if you've, in the next if you've like sent us documentary related questions in the past and we haven't talked about them ever or whatever, just like resend it. That's fine too. Uh, yeah. Cause we've gotten a lot it. of that stuff over the, well, we can yeah. say over the years now. Over the so, years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We want it. We want to do you right. So hit us up. Yeah. I, I'm excited about this episode. I feel like, I feel like we haven't done something like this since the like uh, Thursday night comedy done right episode like it's just steps really a early. little bit of out like our, it just in our first 10 episodes yeah. <laughs> yeah it just steps a little bit more outside of like re-watching the office so i'm i'm excited for that one um so yeah but more important than all of that thank you for listening <laughs> thank you for listening for supporting us for hanging out with us while we uh quote bob vance and discuss a March Madness bracket that you might not be able to see. Um, <laughs> just, uh, just know that it means well, so a lot to us that, <laughs> that we can continue to hang out um, and uh, and be friends and just enjoy the show together. Uh, it's it's such a joy to be able to do it week after week, awesome. and it's all because uh, it's all because of you listening and supporting. So thank you as always. Uh, take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the solid. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Da-da. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.